All right, we, we're finishing up today. So this is, we're gonna call this the finale. We're gonna call this the, well, this is gonna be the um, protection of God, but the finale or God's protection, you know what the title is. Um, but ah, so much, so much. So I'll do my best to get it all in the day, so much. Ephesians chapter six, let's get there. So, there's so much foundation, but I want to go to verse 10 and then I'm going to swing back. And I want to establish some things, like really, really establish some things. I love this background. It looks like the cross over there and the sky and promised land. It's all promised land looking. Thank you, Ruth, for creating that for us. Let's give Ruth a hand. Amen. So, here we go in case she wants to cut the intro out and put this in. Ephesians chapter six, starting at verse 10. Finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Now, the reason I started here, I wanna let you know something. We're going back because this is finally, that means there's some stuff before finally that we're going to cover. But before we go back, I just want to put this in, in its place. Finally, um, I want to give you the definition of this. It's like, okay, I'm done talking. Finally, let me just say this to you. No, that's not what's being said there. So I wanna make sure you have a strong understanding of what this statement is. Finally, it says, um, I won't pronounce the Hebrew word to you because you don't, you don't gonna remember that anyway. You know, loipon, if you wanna know. It sounds Asian almost, but that's how it's pronounced. Anyway, it says finally means remaining at the rest or at rest hereafter and from henceforth. So I, I need you to understand something. It says, at last already, the rest beside him moreover. So what he's saying is, when he makes this statement, finally, my brothers, finally, my sisters, he's not saying, okay, let me just wrap this up. What he's saying, and that's why this is the finale, what he's saying is, this is the settling of the matter. This is where we're gonna park and rest. This is where we're going to, all the stuff we've been learning over the past six, seven, eight, whatever parts. He said, this is where we park now. This is where we rest. Finally, after all you heard, now you're going to park here. And where are you going to park? Be strong in the Lord. Finally, park here. You must be strong. Hmm. With all that you've learned, with all that you've heard, and all of the Abba Fathers and all of the different things, I won't start going over them because I don't want to start re-preaching. He says, but at the end of the day, God's protection and God's care and God's keeping and God's promises and God's goodness and God's mercy all rest here. Be strong. Be confident. Be secure in these promises. Saints, finally, 
if you want to see the principles of God work, you got to park somewhere. He said, I'd rather you be hot or cold. If you knew warm, I'll spew you out of my mouth. Somewhere in all of what you learn, you have to make a decision to park somewhere. Come on, saints. You have to make a decision that this is where I stand and I will not be moved somewhere. I've, I've seen people try to stand for their health and healing, not have it. I've seen people try to, you know, stand against, you know, different things in life, finances, weight loss, whatever your case may be. And, and waver back and forth and wobble and struggle with it in relationships and all this. He said, somewhere, are you listening to me, babies? You got to park. Somewhere you got to make something you'll finally be strong. And if you can't do it all, pick something, pick one thing and say, well, Lord, right here, I'm going to trust you. Right here, I'm going to stand. Right here, I'm not going to be moved. Right here, I, I believe your word. Whose report shall I believe? If I can't believe the report everywhere else, I'm going to pick. If you got a report card and you got five classes on it, pick one of those classes and say, finally, I'm going to get my A right here. Finally, I'm not going to be moved. Saints, listen to what I'm saying to you. It's very important for you in this season and time of your life that you make a decision about something. If you do that, you see God begin to move in everything. I watch saints all the time. Each and every one of you I'm talking about in one time or another in your life. Trying to be right in everything and not getting anything right. Being upset with yourself, being frustrated, and you feel like a failure here, so now you're a failure everywhere. And the devil will make sure he tell you that because he's accused of the brother. Instead of saying, well, look, God, here's the things that's confronting me. I know some things with my personality. I know faith concerning my finances. I know some things about the way I deal with people and whatever the case may be. But here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to park somewhere right here. I'm going to pick a finally and I'm going to stand right there and I'm going to refuse to be moved. And I'm going to watch you until you come all the way through. And then I'm going to take that experience and I'm going to go to the next one. And I'm going to say, you did it here so you can do it here. And then I'm going to grab that one and then I'm going to win there. Then you're going to go to the next thing and you're going to say, okay, Satan, but I beat you here and I beat you there. And so now we're going to beat you here. See, that's where victory comes from. Finally, be strong. And it's saying park somewhere, be, be definite that this is where it ends, somewhere. What do you think the scripture means when it says David encouraged himself in the Lord? He was able to re reach back on or reflect on the things in which he had stood before and seen God move. Wait, I don't, I, don't, I don't think you're with me yet. So let me see if I can make that really, really real for you. So when it came time for him to face Goliath, a giant, way bigger than him, and, and all the armies were even afraid of this giant. What did David do? He reflected on the lion. He reflected on the bear. He said, wait a minute, I, I stood before. I stood against a lion. I whipped him, and his faith with him beating that lion made him feel cocky enough to go take on that bear. He said, well, wait a minute. If, if, he, if he had lost with the lion, he definitely was going to try the bear. But he stood at the lion and he said, well, if I could catch the lion by his beard and punch him in the face with my stick and he run off then and beat him down, then this bear, there's some kind of way to beat him. And then he said, this uncircumcised Philistine will be like the lion and the bear to me. See, but he, listen to what I said, to me. He'll be like the lion and the bear 
to me, not to everybody else, people scared of lions, but he said, but to me, because of my circumstance, because I stood, because I saw, to me, this situation will bow just like the others have. Park somewhere. And then once you do, and once you stand, and once you decide to be strong, somebody give me an amen or something. Once you strong, and once you decide to stand in that one place, then keep that place in your memory and encourage yourself in the Lord. Go back to that when the next thing confronts you and say, wait a minute, I remember when I was here and then I was there. That's why it says that saying, count your blessings one by one. You need to have a note. You need to keep a, a, a journal of every time God has brought you through. So when he brings you to the next thing, you can go back. But I remember this and I remember that. But the problem is we face everything as if, as if it's new and powerful. Instead of reflecting on what he has done and going, well, yeah, you, you're still God. And this thing to me will be just like the lion and the bear that we beat and stood against before. This would be no different. It's still something that's coming against and seeking to exalt itself above the knowledge of God. And so it will go down just like the other things did. God's protection is in your stand. I don't know if I'm gonna read all these verses today. I might just bring it home with this. God's protection is in your stand. God ain't jumping in protecting you where you ain't giving him permission to protect. God's deliverance is in your belief, according to your faith, be it unto you. Well, baby, everybody here has, has enough in your belt. You got enough in your file cabinet that you can stay. Everybody here has it. God's protection is in your stand. It's in there. You have it. All things that pertain to life and godliness. Well, the word says he provide my needs. I don't know what's going on. I've been waiting and believe. Where, where's your stand? Did you finally, did you finally? Because if that situation has, has the finally stamp on it, you will see the victory. Let's keep going. Finally, my brethren, park here, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Got it? Well, I'm trying to be strong. It didn't tell you to be strong in you. It told you to be strong in him. Saints, listen to peoples. I just took the whole scenario of concern away from you. Be strong in the Lord. Be strong, pocket here, in him. So say loud, I don't have to be strong in me. He's strong enough for both of us. I'm gonna be strong in him. I can be a punk in me, but I'm gonna be strong in him. Oh yeah, come on, saints, wake up this morning. I, I can be a punk in me. I can admit I'm scared and nervous and trembling and my flesh is all over the place, but you know what? Finally, I can be strong in him. I know he's not afraid. I know he's not nervous. I know the devil ain't punking him. So you know what? I'm going to not try to be strong in me. I'm going to be strong in him. What do you think that scripture means? It says, but when I am weak, it is then that he is strong because his strength is perfected in my weakness. Finally, be strong in him. 
pocket right there. Settle on that. Make that the final decree and the final stand. In you, God, I'm strong. How many of you got some things confronting you right now that you're going, I don't know if I got the faith for that. I've been trying to stand and believe for that for years. I've been confessing. I've been claiming. I've been speaking. I don't know. That, you know why it ain't working? Because you're trying to be strong in you. You're trying to have faith in your faith instead of having faith in God. A lot of people walking around trying to have faith in their faith. Uh, uh, come on now. I'm, I'm, this is going to be a real talk today. I'm just going to let you know. I don't have any faith in my faith. But I have faith in my God. And every time I try to take a stand in faith, it doesn't work. And so I say, wait a minute, but what is my faith in? My faith is in the faithful. Oh, see, you know, I'm, I'm going to be real poetic today. You you're just better be ready. My faith is in the faithful. My faith is in the faithful one. That's what my faith is. I don't think I can do anything, but I can do all things through Christ. Finally, finally, be strong. Rest here. Park it here in the Lord. So all the strength you need is in him. Who needed to hear that right now? Okay, taking the weight off of you. Now, watch this. And the power of his might. And I wanna, I wanna talk about strong resting in the power of his might. Now, God's definition of power in, in, in the Hebrew is deutimus. It's a different word in the Greek. But here's what it means, ready? Be strong, solid, resting in the Lord. I don't have to tell you who the Lord is. You know who that is. And then the power, watch this, is a force, strength, might, great power. I like those, but I like this one. A mighty deed, a work of power, dominion. Be strong in the Lord in his dominion. In the deed that he did through Christ, which gives you dominion. No, 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 no. <laughs> a mighty deed, a work of power was Christ coming and dying for me and then raising up on the third day, thereby calling me his child and giving me the right to do Abba Father. We talked about that. But then he said, be strong in the Lord and in the dominion of his might. No, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. The power of his might, we think of that as strength and he could punch the devil in the mouth. God wouldn't waste a punch on the devil's mouth. He just wouldn't. It's, it's just so beneath him. It like be me going outside beating up a two-year-old. It, it just, it, it just so out of, so out of his range. God like, are you kidding me? Listen to me. You're listening. You're listening. You're listening. God said, are you kidding me? I'm not going to fight him. He's beneath me. I gave you the power to beat him. Why should I go mess with him? Are you kidding? That's a waste of time. God, like, I, you can whip him. What am I going to get involved for? You can do this. You have this power. Are you with me on this now? Be strong in the Lord. And in the dominion 
What's his dominion? Well, what does God have dominion over? Everything. Heaven and earth, all that is above and everything beneath. So the dominion he has is what he's telling you to be strong in. Not in character, in emotional feelings and strength. He says, watch this. You listening? I own everything. I control everything. Be strong in that. There's no struggle for him. He has all dominion. That means dominion gives him a right to speak a word and it's so. And if you be strong in that, then you have his victory. Watch this. If I hold my peace, God will fight my battle and victory will be mine. All these scriptures rest in this right here. Be strong in the power that belongs to me. I don't care if you're afraid. I don't care if you're the biggest punk on the planet. Be strong in him. You, I can admit that I'm afraid of something. I can admit, God, I don't, I don't know if I would know how to deal with that. But you have dominion over all. And if I just rest and park myself in that dominion, I'm good. Picture dominion as a car. And you got in it. And you put the seatbelts on and you close the door. Wherever that thing goes, I'm there. I don't have to do squat. I'm already in it. I'm going to let God's power be my Uber. Take me where I need to go. And wherever you pull up, I'm there already. See, this is what dominion is. And this is what strength is. It's not a feeling of might, children. It's not a feeling of, of power. A, I, I was so afraid. I don't just don't think I had faith. Well, it doesn't matter. Do you think when he threw those, those boys in the fire that their flesh wasn't afraid? But they said, I will not bow. But even if he doesn't deliver us, so you know they won't say, oh, I got faith. I'm not going to burn. They didn't say that. They said, hey, it, it may not happen. But even if he doesn't, I'm going to park myself in them. I will not bow. This is the stand I'm taking. And because they took that stand, the strength of them was the strength in the Lord. And that superseded their strength. And it encapsulated them like a bubble. And he shielded them just like he's done for you many times in the past that you may not have seen. There are many situations I'm sure you, you just missed or decided not to go and all hell broke loose and you don't even know that you could have been there in the middle of some mess. Some of them you know about. Something told me not to go. You know, that trust and listening to his voice told you and that's why you were shielded. But what if we take that to the next level? Even when it is facing me, I can say, I'm not confident. I'm not sure I can do this. But I'm strong in him. I'm finalized in this position. My strength is not important. Only his is. Say that with me. Say, my strength is not important. Only his is. Well, now. Let me ask you this. I got some more verse to read here, but let me ask you this. Then how many issues or how many battles then will you lose with that attitude, with that assurance, with that knowing? How many fights are going to go against you in that situation? It's none. Because the noun is not my battle. My God. 
Whew. Watch this now. Finally, we covered that. My brethren, be strong. We counted that in the Lord and in the dominion and his might. Right there, it's clarified. I just broke it down word by word for you. Put on the full or the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the lies. That's the wiles, it's the tricks, it's the lies of the devil. Hmm. Talking about God's protection, we're bringing it home. What did it just call the devil's works? Lies, tricks, deceits. See, Satan beats us in deception, not in action. He sells it to us, we buy the fear, and then he rules us by the fear that he sold us. It's tricks, it's wiles, it's deception. That's why he's saying you're being strong in the Lord, not in your flesh, not in your emotions, because Satan can play there. I used this example plenty of times before. I'll use it again. I'll be real brief with it. When The way God revealed this to me back in the day was the Wizard of Oz. They're running to find this wizard. They finally find him. This big, scary image is up. I am the great Oz. Go get me the witch's broom. Jump through the windows. Do this for me. Pick that up. Do that. And they're running around in fear doing this thing. Coming back. Came, finally came back to him. Satan in his, I mean, it's such a, it's such a cute description of him, but it's so clearly Satan. They come back after doing all the biddings in fear and putting themselves in all kinds of danger to achieve what was there, watch this, come back and he doubles down on his lie. And she gets upset. You lied to me. I did everything you said and you lied to me. Doesn't that sound like the devil? And the door goes and pulls the curtain back. And it's a man with knobs and buttons and smoking me a little weak, little spineless little thing. Wait a minute, that's not the biblical definition of the devil? It says, for in the time comes when he's revealed, we will say, is this the one who made the nations tremble? That, that's what we were scared of? That's biblical. Pull back the curtain, a little whiny man. How could you do this? He said, well, I just landed here. Everybody thought I was a god, so I just went with it. Those were his words. Satan just drops stuff in your life and you just think he's a god and you just go with it. Jumping through things, trying to get the witch's broom, trying to do whatever he tells you to do, fearing everything that he tells you you can't do, telling you what's too big for you and too small, and you believe it, but if you just let your little dog pull the curtain back, you find out he really don't have no power. His power is in what he can make you believe. And that's why you be strong in the Lord and in the fact that he has dominion over all. And if God has dominion over all and you're strong in that, understand something. There's nothing that the enemy can say that has no power because he doesn't have dominion. He does have power. He's the prince of the power of this air. The scripture clearly says that. 
but he doesn't have dominion. He doesn't have dominion. That means he don't have the final word. You control jurisdictions, brother, but you don't have the final word. So if I'm strong in his dominion, it don't make a difference what power you got. I appreciate the devil's a powerful foe. Shame on you. You need to be beaten with a stick as a preacher, stand up there giving praise and glory to the devil like that. Shame on you. He has power over jurisdictions and those jurisdictions are given to him by men, but he has no dominion. Be strong in God and in the dominion of his might. Then it makes no difference what the enemy is tossing. I know I'm beating it in, but I'm trying to tell you, I can teach you all about God's protection, all that if you want. But if you don't stand up in the power of God, you ain't never going to have that protection or that strength. It's not, I know that ain't good English you ain't never going to have, but that's the way we talk. So just rock with it. Okay? You ain't never going to have no strength if you don't walk with God. You won't ever have any strength. Watch this. Pull on the full armor of God that you may be able to stand. There it is. We're going to walk through this against the tricks of the devil, against the deceits of the devil, against them. Because the, the, it's only one definition for wilds it's cunning, arts, deceit, craft, and trickery. You notice it didn't say that you may stand against the power of the devil? said the tricks, smoke and mirrors, the wizard of Oz, fake. So all you gotta do, no, okay, yeah, I have to explain that a little bit better. You ready for this? You ready? When you in your mind right now stand against the devil, or against any attack of his, what do you do? Just think about it for a minute. Whew, the nerves is racing, your adrenaline is running. You're getting, you lock in, you get tight, you get strong, you get ready. I'm staying, I'm just praying, God, I'm just, I'm believing you can make a way, God. I know. And you get all breathy and praying, tears running all down your face, right? You get all emotional with it. Right, because I can really feel emotional that I know maybe I'm touching, I can touch it, I can just feel the presence of God, I can just take a stand, right? Am, am, I, am I wrong? Am I saying anything wrong? Here's the funny thing. You're doing all that against tricks and deceit. It's trickery. It's not even real. You're going through all of this constipation and all this mess over something that's not even realistic. It's a trick. It's like a magic trick. It's not even real power. You're taking a stand, and so who's going through that? You are, not God, not the angels, just you. Because he's gotten into your head, he's played on you and me, and convinced us that what he's doing really has relevance or result, and it doesn't. It's a trick, it's a magic trick. But it's a trick, then how come it still works? Well, I'm gonna tell you why. You ever went downtown, and you try to play three card Monty and put your money on the table and you lost it. It's a trick. I used to do it. I know how it works. It's not designed for you to win. But because I was able to suck you into believing that you could get something that you couldn't have or that you had a power that you didn't, you put your money on that table. That's what it was. And, that, and so you lost the money for real. Absolutely. 
but it wasn't designed for you to win. You bought into the trick. Same thing with Satan. You buy into the trick. He plays the trick. We buy into it. He suckers us with the trick and then he walks away with the bag. But it's a trick. It's a trick. I'm reading out the scripture. It says the wiles of the devil is just tricks. Deceit. Lies, sorcery. Convincing you and convincing me that he has the power to do something that he has no right to do. Let me say that one more time. Tricking you and me into believing that he has the power and the right to do something that he absolutely has no right to do unless we sign off. Don't try to be strong emotionally anymore. I would rather you break down and cry like a baby before God and say, God, I don't know what to do here, but I trust in your strength and that's enough for me. Who does that help? I don't need to be strong in me. I need to be strong in him. Let's go ahead. The tricks. I know I'm staying on the lawn, but we're bringing it home. For we don't wrestle with flesh and blood, but against principalities, stop. Let me just go there. You with me? You with me? For we do not wrestle with flesh and blood. That statement is misleading. So let me tell you what he's saying. You do wrestle with flesh and blood. He's saying you're not supposed to. You get it? He's not saying we don't wrestle with flesh and blood. That's not what he's saying. He's saying stand against the tricks of the devil because flesh and blood is not what we're supposed to be contending with. We do wrestle with our flesh. We do wrestle with flesh and blood. He said you do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of the darkness, against this, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Now. I'm going to break this down. Have you ever had anybody break this down for you before? Who has? Nobody? Thank God you have me. This is defining ranks. I know we take all those and we throw them in West Spirit. We don't wrestle against special blood. We got to go to power. Okay, these are spiritual ranks. This is a ranking order of demonic power. And he's breaking it down from the smallest to the biggest and saying to you still being strong in me, the, the powers that they have from the smallest to the biggest don't control you. Watch this. Principalities. What are principalities? Those are things that begin in origin. Those are the, those are the, those are the small demons. Um, let, me, let me go into the definition. That which by anything begins to be the origin of, to be the action, to be the cause of. You listening? Principalities are those thoughts, those seeds, those lies, those deceptions that the devil sends you first. Those threats, this gonna happen. It happened to this person, happened to this person. You keep watching all these commercials. And they, I will never forget that. The first time I saw the acid reflux commercial back, Tums, 
and then you they will show the picture of the, the, the thing going down in the stomach and, and 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 you see the tums doing whatever it's supposed to do and it puts a visual in your mind so now you feel any little thing well i got acid reflux i need to put a tum down in there so it could get in there and fix that right because it's just sewing a picture into your mind that's a principality it's a lie, it's a thought. There's a family member telling you, oh, you can't do that. Nobody ever been, our family been successful at that. That's the principality. That's where it stops. That's the origin of the fear. Listen to me. That's where it starts. Watch me. Guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it flows the issues of life. That's where the principality starts, right there. Who learned something so far? Right there, that's where it starts. All right, so let's go on now. So that's the, so we can see right now, that's the smallest order. That's the, that's the smallest of the pecking order right there. I need to sell you a thought and I need to get you to buy it. Principalities, now powers. Now you would think power is, well, your powers, are, no, 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 no. Powers is just the next phase. Because if you look at the last one, it's spiritual wickedness in high places. So if you do the logic of it, it starts from the beginning and it winds up to the ones that, that's at the top of the spiritual wicked chain that's playing this game. Flesh and blood is not your issue. It's these, these, these ranks right here that, that your, your, your boy going to break down for you. All right? There we go. So we got principalities. Now we got powers. But what are powers? Powers are... Listen to this. I'm gonna break this down for you. I don't want to even try to. Um, and it's not, it's not the dunamis, it's the exosia, but watch this, asusia, but watch this. It's the power of choice, the liberty is doing as one pleases, leave or permission, physical or mental power, the ability and the strength in which one endures or either possesses or exercises, I like this one right here, the power of authority or influence. Principalities is the suggestion. And then the next one, the powers are to try to influence you to do what they want you to do. You see how this is all in the realm of the spirit? It's not happening to you physically. Oh, we got to stand against principalities and power. Well, then you need to stand against your own mind and your own thoughts and what you just give into so quickly. Because this is the breakdown. How many of you have never had anybody break this down for you like this? Here it is. So the suggestion and then the lure. Have you been seen in this tree? It'll make you wise. God don't want you to eat it because he knows that the moment you eat it, you'll become wise like God. That's the powers now. That's the influence now kicking in. Now, you got the right at that point, the power to decide to go for it or to shut it down. It's on you. Whew. Against rulers of the darkness of this world. Now you start to talk about the higher rankers, right? You start to talk about what they're doing with all this LBGTQ and using the system to try to shame you and guilt you to going against what you believe is true. I'm gonna break down, I'm gonna I'm, I'm break it down. Watch this. Rulers is satanic, Lord of the world, the prince of this age, 
the devil and his demons. That's rulers. And then spiritual wickedness in high places. That's when it becomes malice, the purpose of evil and evil desires. And I'm gonna put high places, that's wickedness. High places, high places are in the celestial realm, in the heavenly realm, not in heaven, meaning God's heaven, but the heavenly realm. Because people don't see Satan as heaven. They always say heaven and hell, but it's still in the heavenly realms, meaning the spiritual realms. And they refer to the, de the demonic realm as the heavenly realm. It's still in heaven. It's really not down in the ground like we think it is, it's, as we've been taught. It's not down in the, in the center of the earth. It's still in the realms of the heavens to us, but it's, it's the torment place, not spiritual wickedness in high places. So those realms are the heavenlies. So we just get a break. I did you a short breakdown. One day I'm gonna do a whole full and detailed breakdown of this for you. But watch this. So principalities are thoughts and suggestions, right? Powers is the influence of your mind. And, 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 and the doctors, the doctor, blah, 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 rulers of darkness of this world, that's Satan and his demons. And then the spiritual realm is the realm of, of on high and that they come from. So you're talking about the different ranks here. Now, he's telling you, this is close. By being strong in the Lord, you have authority over every single realm, from the lowest of the low to the highest of the high, from the earth, from the earth realm and the thought and the suggestion to the spiritual realm where that, that actually get involved and control the outcomes. He's telling you, you have authority over that, but it starts with a suggestion. Stop, listen. It starts with a suggestion. Stop, listen. All day, every day, depending on how you tuned in, Satan is suggesting something to you. He's telling you you can't. He's telling you you shouldn't. He's sh shaming you about something. He's telling you you don't deserve it. I, the, the, the biggest thing I have when I deal with people, especially people that's close to me, is every time something goes wrong, they say, well, you know, my life is a sin in my life or something in my life. Ain't right. If I could just fix this and if I could stop being that and if I could stop saying that, if I could just stop doing that, maybe everything would turn around for me. That's the principalities right there. They're suggesting to you that there's something wrong with you. And then the powers get you to agree. You agree with the powers on that. And that's when it becomes a reality for you. You keep judging yourself unworthy because they already told you you were. And you keep going with that. Listen to what I'm breaking down for you here. You're never going to have the victory. You're never going to win. Because all he has to do, most Christians, believers, saints, don't see the manifestation of God because the devil don't even have to attack them physically and bring sickness and disease and rob and steal. He just got to suggest to you that somehow you have to earn the power and goodness of God and you buy it. He just throws little things in a row every now and then just to keep you distracted from that suggestion that you bought, that principality. You don't have to ever accept that you are on the losing side of God, ever. You should not. You should not. You should not. In your worst day, you are better than anything that Satan has to offer 
or any power or rule that he has. On your worst day, on the day that you did the worst you can possibly do, are you listening to me? You are still hiding Satan in any of his forces. I want you to believe that now because it's the truth. No, but because I was wrong, I just don't feel like, well, that's a principality speaking to you and you bought it. I'm saying to you on your worst day, you are higher than anything Satan and his spirits can offer. You are better in the eyes of God. You have more control and authority. You still have his power and you still have his protection. You have way more than Satan can ever have on your worst day. Who's being blessed by this? Say it out loud. Don't let me just say it. Say on my worst day, I'm better than anything Satan has to offer. Okay, let's bring it home. Let's bring it home. Let's bring it home. Let's bring it home. Therefore, take unto you the whole arm of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil in, his evil, in the evil day. And the evil day means the day of his lying and deception, not the evil day when cancer and disease comes to your life. And having done all to stand. Now, stand where? You stand in the strength that we started with. You stand in him, strong in him. You stand strength to stand in the Lord and in the power of his might. I'm not going to go into the armor. I'm going to start a new series next week about the armor of God, and we're going to break down the armor. But I want to make sure you understand you have everything right now that you need to achieve everything God has called you to achieve. You have it. Don't buy into the lies of the enemy. Don't eat from his table. Don't accept that you're not anything. And you should not be letting the devil evaluate you. Well, I don't think it's the devil. I just think it's myself. You know, it's just the way I feel. Sometimes I feel like, look, I just showed you to the word. No, those are principalities. That's their job. When those bad and evil thoughts about who you are and how no good you are come at you, that's principalities. You buy it. Don't sign for the package. Say, no, I didn't order that and send it back. Don't even open it to see what's inside. Just send it back. My power is in him. My faith is in him. My strength is in him. My holiness is in him. My purity is in him. My salvation is in him. My keeping is in him. The more I learn that when I am weak, it is then that he is strong. Now, watch this. When I am weak, it is then that he is strong. It's not saying God is weak until you get weak. 
It means in your situation and in your circumstance. When I'm weak, that's when God shows strong in my circumstance and situation. But I need you to take this with you. When I am strong, God's presence is weak in my circumstance. When I got control, when I think I'm handling it, when I think it's all about me and I know this because I know the word and I study the word, when I am strong, God's presence is weak. But when I am weak, his presence is strong. Amen. God's protection, we finalized it. Study this to show yourself approved. Don't let this message just disappear in the coming weeks. Anchor yourself in it, amen? Love you, babies, and see you next time.